Episode 1, Intro, What is Sexual Abuse and Harassment? Hello, my name is Kyle Cambray and I'm a learning development mentor at Bolton College. Over the course of these four episodes we'll be talking in depth about sexual abuse and harassment. We'll be taking a look at what this all means and the differences between healthy and unhealthy relationships, when banter turns to harassment and why consent is so important. We will also be talking to victims of sexual abuse and harassment to hear their side of the story and the journey they have been through. Our learners will also be sharing their thoughts about the things that they've learned in class and through their own experiences. So to start off, what is sexual abuse? A sexual assault is any sexual act that a person did not consent to or is forced into against their will. It is a form of sexual violence and includes rape, an assault involving penetration of the vagina, anus or mouth, or other sexual offences such as groping, forced kissing, child sexual abuse or the torture of a person in a sexual manner. Sexual violence or assault can happen to anyone of any age. Victims of sexual harassment are often told that they are being unreasonable or too sensitive, or that they can't take a joke. However, sexual harassment is never funny and should not be happening. It can often make victims and survivors feel upset, scared, humiliated or unsafe. For some, it can have a serious impact on their physical and mental health and affect their quality of life. So how is sexual harassment defined in law? Well, in England and Wales, the legal definition of sexual harassment is when someone carries out unwanted sexual behaviour towards another person that makes them feel upset, scared, offended or humiliated. It is also when someone carries out this behaviour with the intention of making someone else feel that way. This means that it can still be sexual harassment even if the other person did not feel upset, scared, offended or humiliated. The Equality Act 2010 says someone sexually harasses another person if they engage in unwanted conduct of sexual nature and the conduct has the purpose or effect of either violating the other person's dignity or creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating or offensive environment for them. This unwanted sexual conduct can happen in person, on the phone, by text or email, or online. Both the harasser and the victim or survivor can be of any gender. Sexual harassment can include a wide range of behaviours, such as sexual comments or noises, for example, wolf whistling, sexual gestures, leering, staring or suggestive looks, sexual jokes, sexual innuendos or suggestive comments, unwanted sexual advances or flirting, sexual requests or asking for sexual favours, sending emails or texts with sexual content, for example, unwanted sexting or indecent pictures, sexual posts or contact on social media, intrusive questions about a person's private life, commenting on somebody's body, appearance or what they're wearing, spreading sexual rumours, displaying images of a sexual nature, an unwanted physical contact of a sexual nature, for example brushing up against someone or hugging, kissing or massaging them. Sexual harassment is a form of unlawful discrimination under the Equality Act 2010. This means that people are legally protected from sexual harassment in certain places, for example at work, on transport and at schools, colleges and universities. So, 
His sexual harassment does happen in these places. Victims and survivors have the right to take action to find a solution. This could include making a complaint or making a claim in the civil courts. There are some important things to know about sexual harassment and the law. It is the person receiving the sexual behaviour who decides if it's unwanted, not the person doing the behaviour. Sexual violence is a crime. No matter who commits it or where it happens, do not be afraid to get help. There are services that can help you if you've been sexually assaulted, raped or abused. You do not have to report the assault to the police if you do not want to. You may need time to think about what has happened to you. However, consider getting medical help as soon as possible for any injuries and because you may be at risk of pregnancy or sexually transmitted infections. If you want the crime to be investigated, the sooner a forensic medical examination takes place, the better. Try not to wash or change your clothes immediately after a sexual assault. This may destroy forensic evidence that could be important if you decide to report the assault to the police. Here are some of our learners talking about their experiences and advice around sexual abuse and harassment. Well, to me, sexual harassment and abuse is when you just being forced to do something that you don't want to do. Either by, and it can come from anyone. It can be a stranger, and what's worse, it can even be someone that you know well. For example, a friend or even a boyfriend. And you might think that you know them for ages, but then sometimes you happen to realise that you don't. For example, when you want to like have a conversation with them about something and they get angry at you and just to prove their domination they're gonna try to hurt you or try to sexually abuse you and that just that can really ruin you from the inside if you ever been sexually abused or harassed just please remember that there might be people that are going to have their own opinions and there will be people that are just not going to believe you. Or even worse, there are going to be people that are going to put the blame on you. But it doesn't mean that you should stay silent. You should talk about it and you should report it or just tell someone that you trust. Because what happened to you is not your fault. It's always the abuser's fault. So. If you've ever been in a situation like that, just please talk to someone and remember that it will get better. When people start to feel uncomfortable, it becomes harassment. This could be following them to work or following them out with them friends. And as soon as they feel uncomfortable and they ask you to stop and this carries on, that's when it becomes harassment. And sexual abuse can cause to losing trust and cause future damage where they never feel comfortable to go near other people and they just lose trust in everything and feel unhappy and scared no matter where they go. Say if you break up and you're still following them, it's harassment because if they broke up with you, they don't want anything to do with you, and for them to come in your personal space, it's going to make them feel uncomfortable. If anyone has ever been sexually assaulted, where they've not um, been asked for consent and don't feel comfortable about the situation and are finding it hard to go through it on their own, 
There's always people you can talk to, such as teachers, family, friends, police, anyone, because it's better to tell someone than stay silent and suffer alone. Sexual abuse or harassment is unwanted behavior of sex, sexual nature, which makes you feel uncomfortable or violates someone's dignity. It couldn't also be a behavior which creates an unfriendly or offensive environment. For example, touching someone against your will, like hugging. This kind of behavior is a really, really bad behavior. And I think that for the people that this happens, sometimes it might be traumatizing experiences. Sexual abuse is something serious. It's not something okay. People that have done this or are still doing it, they, they need serious help. And I haven't had I haven't had any experience before, but I imagine how bad it could be for some people because you see a lot of cases online on the internet, and it's just sad when you hear about these stories. But for whoever is going through this, I hope the best, and yeah, it's not something to play around. I remember a friend telling me about her experience when her and her friend group were leaving the club. Before they could go, these boys befriended them. They made sure they had drinks and a good time. The boys invited them to a better party at their house. The girls agreed, so the boys got a taxi. Then they arrived and the girls were placed with each boy in separate rooms. The avoidable happened. The girls were asked to leave and find their way home. When they went to report the abuse, to the police, they had no names nor could they correctly identify the boys, therefore not being able to report the issue. When we realised how many reports of sexual abuse were in Manchester and how many people don't get justice, also not just males hand out invitations to parties but females do and they can also be involved. So ask yourself, can I really trust this person? After a drink or a substance you've taken, don't get into a vehicle with anyone unless it's a proven taxi driver. As you may not have a clue where you're going or who you're with or what you're going to be expected of you when you get there. Sexual abuse is um, sexual behavior or a sexual act forced upon anyone without their consent. It's an act of violence in which the attacker uses against someone they perceive as weaker than them. It does not come from uncontrollable sex drive, but is a crime committed deliberately with the goal of controlling and humiliating the victim. I've read about sexual assault reports that have taken place during the day or in broad daylight. Recently, I read about incidents reported where people have been invited on social media applications to meet up in cafes or restaurants. In this example, it was a cafe in the Arndale Center in Manchester. Naturally, it sounds like great fun, a good chat, and just being a part of something. However, the situation can quickly change just by going to the toilet facilities. Several reports of sexual assault have taken place within the toilet. Needless to say, it's difficult to believe you are a part of a plan that you knew nothing about. In a situation where you believe you're safe, it doesn't occur to you what could happen between a group of friends in broad daylight. With cases like this, if you don't know someone or a group of people all too well, it's best just to not take the risk. If you are leaving a group of people, try to aim to leave in twos or a pair, or bring someone you trust along with you. Sexual harassment includes unwelcome sexual advances, requests for sexual favors, and other verbal or physical harassment of a sexual nature. 
For some forms of sexual harassment can include unwanted touching or physical contact, feeling pressured to engage with someone sexually, or unwanted sexually explicit photos, emails, or texts. Uh, mo the most common form of assault is rape. There is expectations involving parties when it comes to intercourse. So be vigilant of how much drinks you consume and make sure you buy your own drinks in the case of getting it spiked. People can also be participating in drugs, so make sure you are certain partaking in particular substances. Being aware of the risks are taking in terms of possible contraction of STDs and caring for your physical and mental health. So don't be pressured when someone says to you, it's just a bit of fun, because what could be a bit of fun at one or two in the morning could turn out to be a huge and regretful mistake the next after the drinks and substances have worn off. You have no idea if you've contracted an STD or if you're pregnant, so it would be advised to go to a GP or a sexual health clinic. There is also a normalisation of unsafe sex, which is a grotesque thing to insist. If you don't want to take part in a sexual activity, it's okay to say no. It's not something compulsory. Don't risk your own physical and mental well-being for somebody else's pleasure. doesn't matter if other people think the unwanted sexual behaviour is okay, or if it's common in the place it's happened in. It can be a one-off incident or repeated. Just because certain sexual behaviour was welcomed or not objected to in the past doesn't mean that it can't become unwanted, or that other sexual behaviour is wanted. Unwanted sexual behaviour doesn't need to be intentionally directed at the victim or survivor. It can be something they witness or overhear. If a victim or survivor of sexual harassment is treated badly or less favourably because of their reaction to that harassment, the Equality Act 2010 says that this is also harassment. Some forms of sexual harassment automatically break criminal law in England and Wales and are therefore crimes. These include stalking, indecent exposure and upskirting. This involves someone taking a picture under another person's clothing. Any sexual harassment involving physical contact amounts to sexual assault in English and Welsh law. In cases of sexual harassment where a crime was committed, the following can happen. Police can arrest the person who committed the crime. This person can be charged with a crime and face trial. If they are found guilty or plead guilty, then they will receive a punishment. This might include a prison sentence. If you have been sexually assaulted, it is important to remember that it was not your fault. There are lots of places where you can get help, such as the SARC, the Sexual Assault Referral Centre. They offer medical, practical and emotional support to anyone who has been sexually assaulted or raped. They have specially trained paediatricians, forensic nurse examiners and support workers to care for you. The local SERC is at St Mary's Sexual Assault Referral Centre, York Place, Oxford Road, Manchester, M139WL. St Mary's provides a comprehensive and coordinated forensic, counselling and aftercare service to men, women and children living in the Greater Manchester and Cheshire area who have experienced rape or sexual assault, whether this has happened recently or in the past. 
You can go to see your doctor or practice nurse at your GP surgery. There are voluntary organisations such as Rape Crisis, Women's Aid, Victim Support, the Survivors Trust or Male Survivors Partnership. There is a 24-hour free phone National Domestic Abuse Helpline run by Refuge on 0808 247. The Rape Crisis National Free Phone Helpline on 0808 802 9999. You can also go to the Hospital Accident and Emergency A&E Department at the hospital. You can go to the Contraceptive Clinic. A young people's service. Call NHS 111 or get help from 111 online. 